Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Welcome to XM.com. This is the Weekly Outlook. I'm Christina Marujos and joining me today is Lead Investment Analyst at Rack Boyajian. We'll be having a look at the upcoming week and Rafi, we're looking at a rather quiet week and maybe that's exactly what markets need after the scare they got by the FOMC minutes and the prospect of the Fed putting tapering on the table much sooner than anticipated. However, after spiking higher from the minutes, we saw the dollar quickly give up its gains. So has anything really changed for the greenback after that episode? Well, Christina, that is a very good uh, question. Uh, so looking back uh, at the Fed's uh, meeting minutes, there were two key takeaways uh, from that. Uh, so we did see that uh, some policymakers were concerned about whether or not the inflation would be transitory. They did see uh, some uh, evidence that some of the factors pushing up inflation uh, might not be quite so uh, temporary after all. Uh, and also some policymakers uh, were pushing uh, for discussions on tapering uh, to begin at one of the upcoming uh, meetings. Uh, so what this does is basically uh, it, it does put the June meeting uh, on the table as far as starting that debate is concerned. However, uh, it's only starting the debate. It's not actually, uh, they're not actually talking about reaching a decision. There's, uh, as far as actually making a decision on when to start tapering, uh, that's unlikely to happen before September. Uh, and so the minutes really haven't done much to change that view. So even if they were to start in talking about uh, tapering, uh, as early as the next meeting in June, uh, we're probably not going to see uh, any decision being taken during the summer. Uh, so as far as the timeline for tapering is concerned, we haven't really seen uh, anything change much uh, about that. So hot on the heels from the Fed minutes, we have PCE inflation coming up next week. Now, this is the Fed's preferred measure of inflation. So surely any big surprise in PCE inflation would be significant for the markets, would it not? Uh, that is right. Well, well, you would think so, but uh, the markets are now a bit more relaxed uh, as far as inflation is concerned. So the Fed, the Fed does seem to be getting its message across uh, that they want to see more data before they um, reach uh, any conclusions. Uh, and we know already that uh, in the short term, inflation uh, will rise quite rapidly. Uh, so uh, even if we were to see a bigger than expected increase uh, in next week's PCA inflation, we're probably not going to see a huge rea reaction. So as far as the forecasts are concerned, though, uh, at least for the core PCE price index, which the Fed uh, looks at uh, more closely, uh, that's expected to rise to 2.4%. So that would be uh, the first rise uh, in a very long time that it would, the PC, core PC would rise above 2%. Uh, nevertheless, uh, this is already uh, baked into the markets. So we might not see a huge reaction, but we are going to get some other data as well. We're going to have consumer confidence numbers, uh, housing indicators, durable goods orders. Uh, so now that we know at least that the Fed is definitely uh, a bit concerned, at least uh, that inflation might be stickier than anticipated, we might see some sensitivity to uh, 
whole uh, if the all of, most of the data is on the whole uh, very upbeat but on the whole uh, as far as the dollar is concerned uh, it's probably not going to be enough to hold the dollar's downtrend so we might see some short term boost for the dollar uh, but after the fed uh, the outlook for the dollar is still uh, fairly negative and now the upcoming week holds one central bank meeting that of the reserve bank of new zealand the country has done a good job in containing the virus situation and many believe that New Zealand might be the first among advanced nations to make a full rebound. Therefore, what is the RBNZ likely to signal when it meets on Wednesday? Well, Christina, so that is right. So uh, despite uh, some bumps on the road earlier in the New Zealand's recovery, uh, things have skidded up quite significantly uh, and uh, New Zealand could be, as you said, among the first nations to make a full re uh, rebound uh, from the uh, COVID uh, slump. Uh, so we're not expecting any changes as far as RBNZ policy is concerned uh, next week, uh, but we have seen investors begin to price in a rate hike uh, by the RBNZ in 2022, uh, but it's probably too early for the RBNZ to give out any signals uh, just yet. The one thing to watch out for is that there are some concerns that the RBNZ may need to scale down its QE uh, program, uh, not just because of the improving economic picture, but because the government uh, is uh, borrowing less than expected. Uh, and this means that the RBNZ may soon run out of bonds to purchase if it is to stick uh, to the rule of not holding more than 60% of uh, government-issued bonds. Uh, so this does pose a dilemma for the RBNZ because on the one hand, uh, it shouldn't be too much of a problem for the RBNZ to wind down its asset purchases because the economy is doing well. On the other hand, if it does so, uh, that might uh, add some upward pressure on New Zealand government bonds which in turn uh, would lift the New Zealand dollar. Uh, so we can't rule out uh, any signals about uh, some tape, some form of tapering next week, uh, even though it's fairly unlikely. But if it does so, if it was to do so, uh, then we would definitely most likely see a bit of a surge in the Kiwi. Rafi, thank you for joining me today. This was the weekly outlook here at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.